How can you go from serving five years in prison to building a top-shelf celebrity brand? Stay tuned to find out. Okay, here's the question. How are we dark horses? You know, the ones everyone is betting against, the ones they don't expect to win, place, or even show on the track, and they'll even laugh on us when we talk about trying. How do we show the world our greatness and triumph? Well, that's the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. This is The Dark Horse Entrepreneur. My name is Tracy Brinkman. What is up, my Dark Horse friends and family? Welcome back to your weekly dose of some real underdog shit learning. I'm your Dark Horse host, Tracy Brinkman, and you, as you know, that's infinitely more important. You are a driven entrepreneur or one in the making. Either way, you're here because you're ready to start, restart, kickstart or just start leveling up with some great marketing personal or business results in order to build that beautiful business of yours into the empire it absolutely deserves to be all right got a big episode today today the underdog himself zach babcock shares his story of five years in prison to creating a six-figure business while on the way to seven and beyond plus rubbing elbows with some of the top leaders in the entrepreneurship space as well as why you should embrace your dark side Luke, I am not your father. (laughs) Sorry, I couldn't resist. Plus, I want to let you in on next week's interview episode's guest who reminds us that our dreams are not figments of our imagination, but rather glimpses into our potential reality. Now, before we get started, I know you want to keep getting all these valuable tips and inspirational stories from the amazing guests I've been lucky enough to bring on here. So please go on down there and smash that subscribe button. While you're there, leave us a five-star rating and some kind words in the review. These uh, subscribes, ratings, and reviews tell the podcast platforms to lift us up a little bit, to get us exposed to more entrepreneurs just like yourself. Hey, Plus, I know you don't want to keep all this entrepreneurial G-O-L-D all to yourself, so share the podcast with other entrepreneurs and business owners that you know will get value from it. All right, as you know, as per usual, the Dark Horse Corrals are chock full of personal business and marketing G-O-L-D spilling from every corner of the Dark Horse Entrepreneur HQ, so let's get to the starting gates and go. All right, my Dark Horse friends and family, I have been waiting for a couple of months to do this interview. Today's guest is my man, Zachary Babcock. Now, Zach Zach runs the Underdog Empowerment. Now, this is a resource designed for those alpha entrepreneurs like so many of you out there to help them win by building a celebrity brand and an explosive business. Now, Zach has gone from doing over five years in prisons to building this six-figure business, and he's learned a few things about branding and passive income along the way. But more importantly, Zach is a true dark horse entrepreneur, that underdog that knows what it's like to beat the odds. Zach, welcome to the Dark Horse Entrepreneur, brother. Woo! What's up, Tracy, man? I'm fired up, man. I don't know if I could follow up that that intro, uh, man. You're, you're beast at this, dude. Thanks for <laughs> oh, yeah. I've done it a couple of times, right? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I, I literally, I, I, like I said, I, I'm trying not to fanboy too much here, right? I know you and me have been jamming for a few months now, just uh, you know, chatting and, and me learning some things from you. But I want to step back from the mic and let you tell your story, you know, the good, the bad, the ugly uh, that got you to where you are today. And why the hell you love doing what you do so much? Oh, yeah, man. Absolutely, dude. I'll give the uh, the Cliff Notes version, man. And if sure. you want to, you know, if you want to go deeper, we can. But uh, I don't know about you, dude. I, you ever have uh, uh, a guest where you ask them a question and then they start talking for like 20 minutes and you're like, uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're taking notes. OK, well, I want to ask more there, but let me get to that. Right. <laughs> Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You got by the time they're done, you got a long list. Right. <laughs> so I promise I won't do that, but we can always go deeper though. It's all good. Uh, yeah, man. Um, you know, I grew up uh without a father figure. He passed away when I was seven, was raised by a strong woman. Like, man, my mom was just everything to me. She never gave up and never quit on me, even when I quit on myself. Mm-hmm. Uh I believed in me before I believed in myself. Well, uh, I didn't have any chief aim in life and just was doing things that were outside of my character to try and fit in with other other people. And you know, long story short, you know, I grew up throughout school, never going, none of this stuff uh, just wasn't for me. Well, by the time I was 17, I had caught some cases and I went away 
for five years of my life. Well, I had a, a seven-year sentence, went away for four years flat on that seven-year sentence, um, got out for about two years, still wasn't ready yet. And then I went back to prison uh, just 20 days before my twin sons were born. And that right there was the best thing that ever happened to me because that missing out on their birth by 20 days woke me up. And I and ever since then, I've just been moving in a completely different direction. Right on. I, I can feel you on that one. I was uh, I was playing on the wrong side of the tracks for a number of years. And you know some of my story. And uh, I had 5-0 kick open the front door to my condo. Right. I've been playing in the uh, in, in the drug game for a while there. And uh, I, I often look back and wonder, you know, would I have continued on that path if it would have just been me. But I had a three month old daughter at the time. And it was like it was that way. Like you said, that wake up call. Where you're like, shit, this is not just me anymore. I'm now in fact, you know, impacting multiple lives uh, with the choices I'm making. So good on you for uh, for, for heading down a, uh, a brighter path, so to speak. Amen, bro. Amen. It's uh, many of us that go through that don't get out of that. You yeah. Know? And, it, and it's it's our own doing. But the ones that do, though, I mean, it's just there's a lot to it, man. That's a whole other rabbit hole. Well, yeah, no, that's that's one of those. Rabbit, I think for me, I think one of the biggest things of anyone and I've known a number of folks that unfortunately stayed in or got out. It's a matter of what they want. Right. Do you want to get out? Obviously, you had reasons. I had reasons. We've known probably, I'm going to speak for you, you've probably known folks that don't have the reasons yet. So they're still in the game doing whatever it is they do. And okay, well, that's your thing over there, right? Yeah. Well, dude, you know what? This this hits up. This really strikes a nerve with me because it's something that I'm super passionate about. It's literally what all of our companies are built and designed to do to achieve this goal of a five uh, 9% recidivism rate or lower nationwide. Uh, because it's this, it's this crazy, but Here's the thing, man. Like you just said, if you go to prison, that's your fault. Mm-hmm. It's not anybody else's fault. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. Um, where I get caught up in is like, I'm not making an excuse for anybody. But what I, what I do want to see is the people coming out of prison that were, you know, that are like you and like myself, that people that, you know, have learned from their mistakes and that truly want to change their life around and become productive members of society. Right. And be a part of their family's lives and all this stuff. I want to be able to offer the resources that aren't currently available because like the system is designed to keep you dependent on the system. I mean, it's, they, they give you a fish. They don't teach you to fish welfare, assisted living food stamps. That's not teaching you how to fish. And then on top of that, the the classes they have you go to are complete utter bullshit, dude. They don't help at all. You can't relate to them. I went through them myself. So you got to strike the balance of, well, you know, because I beat that system. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter if the system designed to get you. I literally beat that motherfucker over the head. Can you cuss on your show, by the way? Yeah, go ahead. No, do your thing, man. <laughs> <laughs> you oh, can now, right? <laughs> I was like, I better ask for it. Too deep in this. No, you're good. But uh, literally beat it over the head. And so there's no excuse why I can't do it. Where my thing is, I, I try to balance this part out. It's like, I want to give them the resources so people can actually have jobs coming out and also be have a fast track to entrepreneurship coming out. Stuff that's not offered for the guys and gals that are serious about changing their life around. But then I also think about, but what about the guys and gals? And I hate I hate saying this because I'm a firm believer in no excuses at all. But there literally is some mentally fucked up people, you know what I'm saying, that are in yeah. that system. Like I've seen plenty of them that were truly deep down to the core, probably good people, but they're so fucked up. Mm-hmm. And like they're literally going to be in prison for the rest of their life because they are fucking institutionalized. Sure. There, there's literally no point of return. We, there's a point where you hit where there's no point of return. Mm-hmm. Literally, I hate to say it, but it's, it's the truth, man. And so, like, I don't know. I, I, that's a problem I really want to solve. I, I think uh, getting getting in early and uh, on situations like that is probably a big factor in that, right? So, I, I think for me, my missus is in the education system, right? She's a, a special ed a teacher, and so I know probably a little bit too much about the damn scholastic system that we have. And for me, the challenge I see starting for even further back is what we're teaching the youth, right? In, in, in any scenario, right? White, black, pink, purple, who cares? Uh, you're teaching them how to be a lemming, right? Just follow, follow, follow. There's really nothing in there that's teaching them to think for themselves, uh, yeah. to go beyond that whole entrepreneur. When we're all saying, hey, this entrepreneurial journey, entrepreneurs are thinking for themselves. Uh, I've heard you say it on one of uh, probably more than one of your episodes where you're like, you know what? I'm, I'm just going to fucking jump off the cliff. I'm going to grow wings on the way down, you know, but that takes thinking for yourself. Otherwise, it's splat at the bottom. Right. But so I think what to me, that's one of the biggest challenges. And I was lucky enough to have a dad who, even though he was um, uh, military. So in the military, they 
you know, you there's a structure, right? You're not supposed to be thinking for yourself, but you are at the same time, right? Um, so I had a father like that that said, dude, right? You, you follow the rules, but when the rules don't make sense, fuck them. Yeah. Right? You know, and that's he 23 years and he, he's like, he was always his own man, but he knew how to work the system, I guess, is probably a better way to say it, right? Uh, we, we're going to have to get in. And I knew about your your 9% recidivism goal and good on you. And like, however, we can get out there and get ahead. The further ahead we can get on these types of goals, I, I think is even better. Amen, dude. 100%. All right. So, all right. So you did, you did your time, you came out and I think you went into what the, uh, the network marketing arena and did uh, some learnings there, right? Tr- trying to cut your teeth and what brought you to where you are, your, your underdog empowerment journey? Yeah, dude, <laughs> I'm super grateful for the network marketing industry, even though um, it's no longer my thing and hasn't been for many years. Um, you know, a lot, it's got a bad rep. So a lot of people talk shit mm-hmm. on it, but dude, just like every industry, there's good and bad companies. Um, you know, and yet there predominantly is, you know, bad companies out in the network. There's a lot of bad ones out there. Um, but dude, I wouldn't be where I'm at if it wasn't for network marketing. It was like, it, I mean, I probably would have figured it out one way or another, but dude, it helped accelerate thing. I came out and it gave me an opportunity right out the gate to start getting my feet wet in entrepreneurship. Now, Network marketing isn't total entrepreneurship because entrepreneurship is taking on greater or more risks than the average financial risk than the average person to make something come to life. Mm-hmm. Network marketing, it's all the things of entrepreneurship except for taking on the risk. You can pay hundreds of dollars a month. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> but um, but it taught it got my feet wet and to seeing like structuring a, a, of an organization, building a team, uh, going out and getting told no, selling your products over and over again. Like, you know, it gave, it was like a, it was like an entrepreneurship. It was like a school, a uh, college for entrepreneurship for me in a sense, but I did it for yeah. two years. Um, long story short, I got out. It was the only thing that I, that I could get into Tracy, dude. I, I, I couldn't get a job anywhere mm-hmm. uh, because of my felony conviction record, um, which I did to myself. I'm not making an excuse, but Hey man, once you get that, it's there for life and you right. get no good job anywhere. Um, and so, you know, I'm sitting here trying to fucking feed my kids, man. I got, right. you know, I came home to eight month old twin boys. And, um, you know, it was trying to make some stuff happen. So I got into network marketing, was able to make almost $2,000 a month residual income within my first six months. Not crazy cool, but it was it was like a game changer for someone like myself coming out of prison. Sure. Uh, but it ended up not being my thing. So after two years, I just said, fuck it, jumped off the cliff, grew wings on the way down and started doing what I'm doing now. And I struggled for like the next year and a half before I even got any type of success, literally any type. It wasn't until I launched the podcast until I actually started to taste success. Uh, and that's a whole nother story of itself. <laughs> and that's, that's actually where I stumbled across you uh, a few months ago in, uh, in your podcast arena, you were doing some things. And, and I think one of the cool things about um, everything you do um, is you're you a- a- end of story, right? Uh, when you step into the underdog empowerment world or Zachary's space, you get Zach, right? You don't get Zach 2.0 or the polished Apple version. It's you, plain and simple. Uh, and even when I went behind the scenes and got to hang out to, uh, on some Zoom calls with you, same person that was on the podcast, that was in the uh, in the uh, YouTube videos, the whole nine yards. And I think that's a ref- to me, it's a it's a breath of fresh air, right? So often we see all the uh, the posers. That's it's a phrase I just put out there that are pretending to be this and you're like oh okay well let me go learn from you you're like oh shit you you haven't even done it yet right yeah bro i'm so glad you brought that up man dude that's there's two things that all of our companies are doing one is the ultimate legacy goal is the nine percent recidivism rate or lower nationwide and two we're making it cool again to be you you don't have to pretend to be something that you're not you see that in the internet marketing space all the time, dude. Yeah. You see the dudes in front of the rented Lamborghinis taking photos when it's not theirs and promising you shit that they can't deliver on. And 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 there's two types of people that do that. One is a legit scam artist, scum of the earth douchebag that I have absolutely zero respect for. And then two is the person that truly wants to make an impact and wants to be successful so bad and feels like they have to do this in order to be accepted by other people because that plays right into our psychology of fitting in with the tribe. And so they think that they have to be something that they're not and they have to act further along than what they really are 
But at the end of the day, even if you are that second person, if you promise something that you cannot deliver on, you're scamming people. And right. so it's not okay. Yeah. And so I just want to show people, dude, like what I did over two years ago when I first started underdog empowerment, I started underdog empowerment. I was broke as fuck. Um, and throughout this whole entire journey, I've been able to document the come up. And now, now we're a multi six figure business scaling to seven. And I'm just going to continue to document into seven, eight, nine and 10 figures. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't have to pretend to be something that you're not. You can just say, Hey guys, I don't have all the answers. I don't have any answers. I don't even know how the fuck I'm gonna do this at all, but this is what I want to do. Yeah. This is what I'm going after. Come along. I'm gonna share everything I know. We're gonna make that cool again. And and I think I think one of the awesome things about that is a it's so much easier just to be you, right? It it, you can just like, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna take off all the the suit and tie. And trust me, I've worn I've worn the suit and tie, right? I've been there, right? (laughs) 12 years of Coca-Cola. I know all about the suit and tie environment. And and it's kind of crushing. Whereas like you're like, no, dude, this is me. Here's here's what I have to offer. If you don't like it, well, there's that guy over there or, or that guy over there. If not, come on in, let's hang out, let's do our thing. All right. Yeah. So go ahead, man. No, I was going to say, yeah, dude. Like, it's funny you say that too. I, uh, there's nothing wrong with wearing a suit and tie if that's you, mm-hmm. but like, but, but guys like you and me, I mean, shit, we got beards, a tattoo, you know, long hair, all that. Like after five years of prison, you, like that's not, the suit and tie is not me. It's just, it's not me. And there's nothing wrong if that's you, but it's not me. And the whole point, I used to thought that I had to wear a suit and tie in order to be successful. Because I, I thought that like like me, my, my mindset literally coming out of prison, getting an entrepreneurship and, and network marketing and stuff. I was like, oh, I can't share that I used to be a drug addict and that mm-hmm. I did all this time in prison. And I have to dude. I literally this is so cool that you say it because I literally just last week did this. I had branded myself as Zachary Babcock. Zach, like I don't go by fucking Zachary. You know what I'm saying? I go by Zach. You know what I'm <laughs> right. saying? Right. <laughs> And I thought that I had to do it all proper or else people wouldn't accept me. And like, I had to be this super polished person and I didn't. And so I literally finally got over that mind. I I mean, I've been over all that except for the name change. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. And I went and found real Zach Babcock as an at handle for Instagram, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, TikTok. I wanted to make sure that I can have it across all platforms. I was like, real Zach Babcock. Boom. Got that, changed it on all the platforms, and then I changed my name officially from Zachary Babcock on all the platforms to Zach Babcock. And nice. so you don't have to, you know? Yeah. Just uh, And do you did you find – now, I've seen uh, – because you've shared some of the er, the pictures uh, of you in a suit. And yeah. having met you afterwards already and gotten to know you, you the the current real you, uh, I was like, Okay, what what's what's all that about? And obviously, you, you were sharing the you know the, the juxtaposition, so to speak. But do you feel that when you were able to shed all that shit and just be Zach, that things I don't want to say came easier, but flowed better for you, bro? Tracy, when I started, and I'm going to share what helped me break through that. It's it's a little bit long winded. Is it okay if I share? Yeah, go for it, man. All right, this is powerful. If you're if you're currently feel like you have imposter syndrome, like you're pretending to be something that you're not on social media because you think you have to, which you don't, um, this is going to be golden for you. So when I was able to unlock that and stop holding back punches and just say the shit, what I truly believe, mm-hmm. dude, my brand, and I'm going to share how I did that in just a moment, but my brand literally, it was already the podcast. I was already there and I was like going, but I just was, there was like that final thing that I had to unlock. And there's more shit that I'm going to have to unlock as time goes on. You know, we're always working. None of us are perfect. And we're always improving and stuff. But when I unlocked that, dude, it was game the fuck over. It was like exponential growth after that. Like literally, I was like, I was, you know, going up. But then when I got past that, it was phew, the, the chart just went. It, it started skyrocketing after that. And what it was for me, man, like I mentioned, you know, I thought I had to be these things that I wasn't in order to be accepted as an entrepreneur, to be successful in order to feed my family in the first place. Here's the deal. We all, and this is going to fit perfectly with this pie, at least I feel like it is. Um, <laughs> we all have a dark side, right? We all have a dark, evil, humanistic side to ourselves. It's literally impossible not to have that. And if you're thinking like, oh, no, I'm positive and blah, 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 I don't care. There's, yeah, we all have a positive side too, but you, yeah. have, to, you have to recognize both here because it's lit, like, if, if you think about it, man, have you ever 
cut off somebody in traffic in order to get where you're trying to go or, or jump somebody in the line somewhere. Or but like you have these dark humanistic thoughts. Like you, there's been times where somebody has said something disrespectful to you and you wanted to punch them right in the throat. Yeah. You might maybe you even acted on it. I have a bunch of times and I also got my ass whooped afterwards. A bunch <laughs> <of times. laughs> but, uh, but you have those thoughts and they're not just like, you know, especially like, you know, when people say something out of anger, like, oh, I don't know where that came from. I didn't mean that. Yes, you did. That was yeah. deep within yeah. you. That was truly how you felt. And that's your dark side. So here's the deal. And, and, and if you guys want to go really deep on this, study the works of Carl Jung. Uh, he's the guy that brought this whole shadow concept to play. You can be a great person and you can be the best version of yourself when you understand that you have this dark side and you use it as a force to do good with. And what I mean by that, when I played football as a kid, dude, when I put like we came together as a team, as a brotherhood, a camaraderie to, and, and, and with a common goal to win a championship. Right. It's positive stuff. Right. Right. But, but when I put on that helmet and those pads, dude, I wasn't positive, dude. I went into another I went to my dark side and I was trying to knock your fucking head off if you're yeah. in my way. Cause I'm trying to win. We're trying to win as a team. And, and so I took that dark anger and aggression and I channeled it to do good stuff with. You're now listening to the dark horse entrepreneur podcast. And same thing people as a dark horse entrepreneur and underdog entrepreneur, when people count me out and they laugh at me uh, for dreaming so big, I take that anger and those feelings of like, man, I'm going to prove this motherfucker wrong. And I channel it to give me more oomph in my, in my yeah. go and make shit happen. Yeah. And so understanding that, knowing that at the end of the day, you're scared to say something because you're afraid of how you're going to be perceived by other people. And that goes back. We're hardwired that way as humans, you know, back before we could even talk when we were cavemen and shit, we literally were, imp- we are empathetic creatures and we relied on reading other people's you know, emotions to know like, oh, there's fear on his face. That means there's a fucking saber tooth tiger getting ready to kill us all or right. whatever, you know? And if you got exiled from the tribe back then, that meant death back then because mm-hmm. they have all the shit we have now. And so that's literally wired in us as humans. And so you're afraid to say certain things, even though you know what you're about to say will truly help improve the quality of life of another human being, but you're scared of, well, what if some people don't accept me for it or whatever? Well, right. if you know deep down inside that it's going to, truly impact the quality of life of another human being. It's your, your responsibility to say, and when you start being yourself, yeah, half the people, no matter what you do, whether you're, you, if you're a fake bitch or you're just being real, half the people are always going to hate you and half the people are going to love you. And it's just a hundred times easier just being yourself in the process. And, and, and you know what, there it is at the core right there. Um, uh, that whole thing was magic, but I think the, the, the bottom piece is that last couple of sentences. Like, there's going to be half of them that like you and half of them that don't, whether you say it or whether you don't say it or whether you do it or whether you don't do it. Same percentages. Okay. Maybe it's 49, 51, but who cares, right? There's still half of them are going to go like, who the hell is this guy? And the other are going to, oh, they're going to be like, oh yeah, bowing down to you and shit. So, um, you know, it's funny as you were talking about your football, it reminded me back to my, uh, my martial arts days and I actually went out for competitions. And, you know, when you're in the, uh, the dojo and you're practicing your martial arts, and it's like it's all good and everything but when you step on the mat right and you put the gear on and it's time to score some points right you're just mm-hmm. you're you're the mad dog you're in my way i want to win i'm going through you around you over you whatever it takes and i think a lot of things in especially in entrepreneur world right you got to do you got to attack life and business the same way if you want to come along for the ride hop on board let's go otherwise Get the fuck out of my way, right? (laughs) 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 Woo! (laughs) (laughs) All right, so you're doing big things, all right? So you're you're at the the six figure mark, heading towards seven, right? I know you just uh, um, uh, you're building out the new digs you got going on there. What what other big things are on the horizon for the underdog and uh, and all their goodness? What's a podcast penthouse too as well? Yeah, all right, bro. I'm gonna. This is a, uh, I just learned this concept uh, a month ago when I was out in Utah uh, speaking at this event, and it was from a guy named Jeff Fenster. He's a he's a, he's a beast, man. I got him flying out here to St. Louis to come on the podcast. This like changed the game for me, bro. Um, so this whole time I've been an entrepreneur, and what I mean by that is 
you know, I've still been the visionary. That's the type of person I am. I'm the visionary. I have the, mm-hmm. I have the vision and I sell the vision, right? That's, that's my thing. I have the vision. So I'm not an operator. I cannot operate a business. I, <laughs> I've tried. It's not my, I just got, I need to find, I literally zoned in on my strengths. It's like, dude, you can create the vision, have the ideas and sell it and boom, but you can't, you got to find your operator. So anyways, long story short, I've been an entrepreneur up to this point. Yeah, I've been the rainmaker. I've been bringing in clients. I've been building out this team and stuff. But a true entrepreneur, not an entrepreneur, doesn't work inside the business. Hmm. They create entities, businesses, organizations that run themselves. They have the idea and they create the vision and they guide and lead the team, the culture, the vision of where they're going. But they don't do none of that. They find the operators. And so I was like, oh. And so this guy broke down this concept to me called vertical integration. And the way he he broke it down is he has this company called Everbull. And right now it's one of the fastest growing franchises in the U.S. And it's um it's a bowl. I can't ever say that, but a bowl, um, like a fast food for health, healthy fast food, pretty much. Okay. Um, and and this uh, this super fruit, a bowl, um, is, is is what they sell. And you know they have a different topping and stuff. But anyways, long story short, he has these these franchises. He's like, anytime I go to build one though, it and I, I don't know these exact numbers. These aren't. I'm just making up numbers, but sure. I'm giving you the concept. He said, anytime I go and build one, it was costing me 180 grand to go and build it. Plus it took like a year long to build it. He's like, so I don't know shit about construction, but I went and found an operator that does. And now we can build them for 50 grand. I know he said 50 grand. I said, now we can build them for 50 grand in half the amount of time. And he said, so now I'm able to, with all my competitors, I'm able to move hundred times faster than all them. And he said, uh, uh, we don't even make any money on WeBuild. That's the name of the company. We said, we don't even make any money. It's all geared towards Everbull making the money and being able to build that fast. It's, but he's vertically integrated. So, so, so part of the manufacturing process, he owns it. Then he's like, he's like, so we got to import, you know, uh, acai fruit from Brazil. He said, so I don't know enough about importing, but I went down to Brazil and I literally watched the whole manufacturing process, importing how it worked. He said, then I went and found an operator and now we have our own importing business. And so now I'm getting it for a hundred times cheaper and I'm able to get the, my product. So every part of the business, he owns it and none of it's geared towards making a profit except for the main thing. And I was like, holy shit, dude. And then I looked at it. One of my great mentors, one of the people I look up to very much, uh, Andy Frasilla. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, uh, that's my dude, man. He's here in St. Louis here too with me, but, uh, I've been able to interview him twice. Like I really just, I'm just drawn to him because of his core values represent, you know, just like you and I share the same thing. Yeah. Um, you look at it, Andy owns six different companies. He owns the company, the cows that make first form protein. He owns the farms that do it. He owns supplement super stores, the physical brick and mortar buildings that sell it. He owns first form. He owns all these different companies, every piece of the manufacturing process. And he's not trying to make no profit barely any at all. He might even take a hit on some of them, but he makes a killing with first form and supplement super source. Those are his things that he makes money. So I'm like, dude, th- so is, is it okay if I finish this up? Cause I've been no, please talking. do. No, this is awesome. So with that, that's been on my mind since I've learned about this concept a little bit over a month ago and I haven't been able to sleep that night because, <laughs> because of it, but um, I'm vertically integrating all these different pieces because when I first started, dude, I didn't want to be the podcast guy. I would have never thought I'd be the podcast guy. And, and to be honest with you, I love doing what I'm doing, but it's not big enough for who I am. I I got to do something huge. You know what I'm saying? Like I got <laughs> to dream big, go big. And, yeah. and you know, as long, as long as I give it my all, I'm okay. If we don't actually do it, as long as I just give it my all and we go, we go after our potential. So, um, so, so what I'm doing now still, still had the podcast power train, which is the agency where we do the coaching and the, um, and the, and the done for you services, as far as podcasting goes, still got that. I'm going to phase myself out of the coaching, train other people to be able to coach the intellectual property and also have courses. But now we've already began building it. Depending on when you actually listen to this episode, it might already be live, but we're launching a podcast hosting company, just like Libsyn or Buzzsprout. It's called podeffect.com. Um, on here though, this thing is going to dominate the industry because it's going to be a one-stop shop for a podcaster, meaning it's not just going to be a hosting company. Literally everything that you need to do as a podcaster, you're going to be able to do right inside the software. You need to record an episode. It's going to have recording software in there. You need to edit it. It's going to have it right there. You need to bring in multiple team members, maybe an agency that produces your podcast. You're going to add unlimited team members. It's going to have the most beautiful looking podcast player that you can even think of all that's this 
the tip of the iceberg, but every single thing you need to create audiograms. You no longer have to go here to this third party software. Everything is all in one and it's going to be right there for a podcaster to, 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 to produce their show. So we got that going on. And then <laughs> there's a whole bunch of other shit, but uh, <laughs> the big one, bro, the big one. And if you hear this, you're going to have to beat me to it. Um, but we've already began building it, but here's the billionaire billion multi-billion dollar idea is the platform business. Think about it, man. You go and listen to a podcast on Apple or Spotify, right? Mm-hmm. And you can subscribe, you can download, and you can leave a review. But that's about it. And so us podcasters, I know you can relate. Our frustration is we can build communities, but it's there's a lot of more friction to actually building our community. You can't go and actually like that podcast episode. You can't leave a comment on that podcast episode. Mm-hmm. You can't share you can't share a little sound bite like this right here, like a little 30 second clip onto your timeline. Then all your friends are commenting on there too. Mm. There's no community aspect. So our goal, this is our mission, connecting creators with fans to build stronger communities. That's just, if we just focus on that, we're launching our platform business that does all that plus much, much, much more. It's going to change the fucking game for the podcast industry. And I uh, can't really wait to get to that, man. Oh, you know, I'm going to have to keep you. I'm gonna have to, I've been watching you already. Now I definitely got to keep my ear to the ground. I knew you had uh, teased that you had some uh, new things in the making. This is, that stuff's magic. <laughs> right on. <laughs> no, you know, I would have never, I'd have never thought I'd been like the podcast guy. And like, this is big enough for me now. Like those things are huge. Like, cause the odds of us pulling off that social media idea is slim to none. Sure. And that's the reason why I'm going to do it because some underdog shit, right? Yeah, there you go, right? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but I never would have thought I'd been the podcast guy. And now that I am and I embrace it, the reason why I have such a – how it all vertically integrates together also with my mission in life of making it cool again to be yourself and a mm-hmm. 9% recidivism rate or lower, how it all integrates because because I have a story with all that, with both of it. Like podcasting literally – Helped me go from a struggling entrepreneur that didn't have shit going on. Nobody would have given me even the time of day before the podcast because I was right. just an ex-contern entrepreneur afterthought. So podcast put me on the map. And so I know how, how powerful it is. And so I'm going deep on the space and we're going to achieve that. You know, make it cool to be yourself again. Get your message out there and to share who the fuck you are. And we're also going to be helping a lot of people coming out of prison doing it at the same time. So, yeah. Money. Money. That's Zach singing songs to you right there, y'all. All right. So I want to give, I, I, I want to tap your brain a little bit for folks as we start to wind this down. Cause I want to be mindful of your time, especially if you're working all that kind of magic. I'm sure you have a, you have a full docket in front of you, but um, a couple of tips, this, your number one or number two tip you want to share for any of those uh, underdog entrepreneurs, dark horse entrepreneurs out there trying to start, restart or kickstart their game. Yeah, man. Here, here's what I would tell myself if I, if I was starting over today, knowing what I know now, but without all the resources, just like starting from ground up. And it would be this, man. Don't get blinded by the flashy shit. Don't feel like you need to be something that you're not. Don't try and skip steps that can't be skipped. Look, this is not the sexy answer, but this is the realest shit. There's no way around this. You have to focus on two things and you have to be, you have to master these two things or else you're never going to make it in business. You might be a little you might be a little gimmick, a little flash in the pan. Mm-hmm. You won't, you'll be gone the next day. You have to develop good character and intangible, valuable skills that the marketplace wants and needs. You got to do those two things, character and skills, character and skills, find a skill set and master it. And so if you don't, and that, that doesn't happen overnight, you have to start doing it. Usually, typically you become a true expert, not one of these Dick funnel, click funnel experts. I'm talking about a true, a true. If you want to become a true expert, you it usually takes about ten thousand hours yep. of deliberately practicing, being a practitioner of your skills. And then by you know, as you're mastering these things, just like that's how everything happens. Like when you tried walking, you suck shit at it at first. You didn't master it overnight. You fell a bunch of different times. But over time, of all those ten thousand hours, over that time, you became a true master of walking. And now you no longer have to think about it. You could chew bubble gum and walk at the same time without even consciously thinking about it. Right. It's embedded so deep in you, you can perform it unconsciously. That's what you have to do with your skills. You have to literally get that type of level if you want to do something great and legendary. And so do it. Start developing that and, and make it. And how you find that, this is how you find it right here. Find something that, number one, that you're passionate about, something that excites you, that you could talk about. Like I'm talking about podcasts right now. And I'm like bouncing off the walls, Right. Right. Find something that you're passionate about, right? Number one, but everybody says that and they stop there. And that's bullshit because 
follow your passion. Well, what if your fucking passion about licking drywall? <laughs> you can't really make a lot of money unless you like yeah. go viral on YouTube it, or TikTok, but it's only going to be viral for a little bit. I don't know. But anyways, find something that you're passionate about. Then also find something that you feel called upon doing, you know, that has a purpose that you, that you just feel it. Like it makes you cry thinking about mm-hmm. when you're able to achieve it and stuff. Like literally it's something so deep that moves you. Third, find something that matches your skill sets, which means we're talking about building skills here. So for an example, you got to find something that matches your strengths, not your weaknesses in business. If I were to go and sorry for the long winded answer to this. No, you're good. So in, 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 in mental and fitness and physical stuff, I doubled down on my weaknesses. Like in the gym, I have chicken legs. So I'm trying to hit those squat rack and eat mm-hmm. and stuff. You know, I'm trying to build my weaknesses up. But when it comes to business, it would be foolish of me to try and double down on my weakness. In business, it's the opposite. You got to double down on your strengths and find the yeah. complement of your weakness. So if I were to try and master a skill, because we're talking about building character and skill, if I'm trying to master a skill in systems, because that would be stupid for me because I'm not a systems guy. I'm a visionary. I'm not an integrator. Oh my God, I suck at building an SOP or building a system. That that shit will break every time and it's horrible. Like I, that is not my strong suit. So I need to find people that are. So I, I found this out and I was like, man, I'm really good at building audiences, at connecting with people, at selling the vision. And you know, like that's my, that's my jam. So find something that matches your skill set. And then the fourth piece, fourth and final piece is find something that has an opportunity. It's monetizable. You know, you can't lick drywall and monetize it for forever. <laughs> Not for long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So find something that you match those four together and you marry them together. P- passion, purpose, skills, and monetize uh, opportunity. You match those four together, man, and you just go deep on that and really, truly master that skill. You'll be unstoppable. It's not going to happen overnight. It's going to take years. But, hey, you can start getting some quick wins along the process and do it the right, right way. Right. You can you can bang in, get a little spikes in there. No, that's that's money right there. Uh, and, and I know you're uh, you're aligned with me on this one final point. I think you kind of wove it in there. It, all of that needs to be aligned with your who, right? Because I've heard you mention this and I've talked about this a number of times on on this show and et cetera. It's like, it's all great to know your why, right? Hey, yep. here's why I'm doing it. Well, I need to feed my fucking family. That's why I'm doing it, right? But there's this who factor. And if you don't, A, if you don't know who you are, Right. And I'm, I'm, I know I'm echoing some of what I've heard you say before, but if you if you're if your who is all about, OK, uh, I need to be secure in my financial future. All right. And then you're going out and you're doing shit that's making you insecure about your financial future. You're going to keep hitting a brick wall, ladies and gentlemen. And it's going to it's going to make your travel along this entrepreneurial journey twice as hard. You've got to step back and honestly ask yourself some hard questions. Who the fuck am I? Right. You know, what are my values? Do I value family first? Do I value freedom first? You know, do I value money over this or money under that? And you got to answer those questions honestly. And now start seeing how that aligns with your why. Uh, and then when they start to feather together, then the magic will start to happen a little bit faster. It's still going to take that 10,000 hours, like, like Zachary was talking about, but it'll certainly, you won't be fighting against yourself. Amen, dude. I love that you brought that up and that you share that same value, man. Cause if you think about it, man, the whole start with why shit like that book was amazing. But the, at the end of the day though, it was a great information because your why is important. Mm-hmm. It'll, it'll help you. It'll help you push past some, some hard shit, you know, cause you're going to face hard shit no matter right. what you do. It's going to be hard and it'll help you get through that. But you can't start there. You can't start with why, dude. And I always go back to when I tried quit smoking cigarettes. I started smoking when I was nine years old and smoked for over 20 plus years of my life. Uh, I got over six months of not smoking now and I'll never smoke again because it's not who I am anymore. But before, every time I tried quit smoking, I had strong reasons why I wanted to be in my kid's life. I wanted to see my grandkids get married. I All these reasons why I needed to to quit smoking, to, to, to be the, to show up the best version of myself in my business so I can make the impact of the 9% uh, lower recidivism rate. All these reasons why they're strong as shit. But every time I would go back to smoking and I tried quit smoking for years, mm-hmm. over a decade of trying to quit smoking. And every time I tried to quit smoking, somebody would say, Hey man, you want a cigarette? And I'd be like, no, nah, man, I'm trying to quit. Well, that, that was my identity right there was who, who I was, was I'm trying to quit, but I'm still a smoker. Right. And that's why it never worked. And then when I got clear on this step of you got to start with who first, you got to identify 
then you got to behave and then you become. And what I mean by that, I'll go into it. But now when people ask, hey, Zach, you want a cigarette? I'm like, nah, I'm not a smoker. You know, right. It's a clear difference. There's an identity shift. You got to start with who, with your identity. Then the why comes into play. And the why is important, but man, you can't start with why. Most important is who the fuck are you? Yeah. Identify that person. Like if you're trying to, the, the process, if you're trying to lose weight and ha- and become a healthy fit person and, and and look amazing, have a six pack abs, all this shit, that, that's who you are. You know, somebody, a, a disciplined person, a man of the word that takes care of their business, healthy, uh, looks amazing, six pack abs, 10% body fat, all that you've identified, right? So, but, but right now you're overweight. So you, that doesn't happen overnight. So you identify, number one. Number two, you behave. What does that person do? They work out five, six times a week. They they eat a nutritionally balanced diet. Mm-hmm. They get good rest, all this stuff. And then in the process of behaving over time, then you finally become that person. Yeah. That's a process. It's simple. It's not easy. It's right. a simple process, but it's not easy. There it is. All right, Zach. Oh, man, I, 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 I just I could hang out with you for a couple more hours easily. But uh, if folks want to find out more about Zachary Babcock or Zach Babcock, right? The real Zach Babcock, underdog empowerment or... Uh, alpha podcasting, where do we, where we want to send them to? Yeah, man, dude, appreciate that. If you need podcasting help, go to alphapodcasting.com, uh, book a call. And we'll see if it's a good fit. If uh, you just want to jam with me, dude, I'm, the podcast is obviously shit that I'm super passionate about, Underdog Empowerment. Um, you can go to underdogempowerment.com right there on the homepage. You might have to scroll down a little bit, but there's a podcast section uh, that says a red subscribe button. Click on it. it has iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, all that shit. Uh, hope to see you guys on the show. Uh, and also right there on the website as well as all my social media is Real Zach Babcock. All right there on underdogempowerment.com. Tracy, thanks for having me on the show, man. I had a blast today. No, it was my, my pleasure, brother. Thanks so much for coming on. And we'll be sure to get all those uh, links up on the show notes. All right, there you have it, my dark horse friends and family. Zach Babcock, the real Zach Babcock, the underdog himself, dropping some real underdog shit and dark horse bombs here today. All right, what shots did you walk away with? Me? Let me share a couple I got out of this. Number one, it's your fault. Look, if 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 you're having a very successful life and everything is going along swimmingly, guess what? It's your fault. If your life sucks and you're drowning in debt and you're in a dead-end relationship, you have a business that's taking more from you than it's giving to you, yeah, that's your fault too. Now look, don't get it twisted. I know that sometimes life is going to throw you a curveball or a slider. It's going to throw you off balance. Perhaps it even trips you up to the point where you do a full-on faceplant. But it comes down to what you do with that experience that alters the direction that you head in. Look, right? You heard it. Zach did five years in prison and owns that it was his choices that he made that landed him in that situation. There it is. It's my fault. I get it. But it was also the choices that he made afterwards that have landed him where he is today, rubbing elbows with the likes of Andy Frasilla, Grant Cardone, Billy Jean, Brad Lee, Ryan Steumann, Neil Patel, and the list goes on and on. It's his fault that he is where he is today, just as much as it's my fault that I am where I am, and you are where you are right now and where you are headed. So the question becomes, will you own it and take it to where you want to go, right? And hey, here's the thing. If you're already owning it by learning to fish like a true dark horse entrepreneur or that underdog, that empowered underdog, then right on, brother or sister, soldier on, dude, right? Zach and I are back behind you in your corner 150%. Thought number two, the college of entrepreneurship. Zach called his experience with network marketing his college of entrepreneurship. Which is, you think about it, that's a really awesome way to look at it. He stepped in and learned many things about building a business and a team to drive towards his given goal. But let's take that one step further. Think about it. Here in the U.S., according to the SBA, right, the Small Business Association, nearly 27 million, million with an M, right, small businesses in the U.S. generate 50% of the GDP, the gross domestic product, 50%. All these small businesses contribute to the growth and the vitality of our our economy by creating jobs, sparking innovation, and providing people from all walks of life, all the dark horses, all the 
the underdogs out there a way to create and achieve the financial independence they not only desire, but deserve. And oh, by the way, of those 27 million small businesses, 89% of them are made up by little companies with fewer than 20 workers. So get out there, engage with your own college of entrepreneurship, create the life you desire and ultimately deserve. Just like Zach, make sure you're pushing towards more than just a financial goal, right? Have that higher purpose driving you and your team forward. Like Zach's uh, ultimate legacy goal to drive down the recidivism rate in the U.S., what is your higher purpose? That, my friend, is truly going to keep you grinding away when you stumble, bumble, trip, fall, and faceplant on your road to success. Thought number three, let's make it cool to be you, right? You've heard me talk about this. If you've listened to any one of my podcasts or been hanging out with me on Facebook or Instagram, you know I'm a huge fan of being you, period. Mic drop. This is what drew me to Zach. Oh gosh, must have been almost a year ago now at the time of this recording. He was not trying to present himself as someone that he wasn't. You know, uh, he, nor was he trying to present himself as to someone he wanted to be. Uh, he just, he was, he wasn't there yet, right? He knew who he wanted to be, but he wasn't there yet. And he stated that. He's like, hey dude, this is where I was. This is where I am. And this, brother, is where I'm going. I'm willing to help you along your journey as I share my journey with you. Right? How awesome is that? Look, people will be drawn to who you present yourself to be. So present yourself as who you truly are is the best way to keep them being a part of your tribe. <laughs> Why? Because if you present yourself as someone you're not, right? Maybe if it's someone that you want to be eventually, but you're not right now, it won't take them long to figure out that's not who you are. It'll take them even less time for them to leave, not only just leave, but spread the word about how fake you are. And as Zach put it, that you're a scam artist, right? So just bloody well be yourself. Document and take them along on your journey, right? Uh, not only will they appreciate that transparency, they'll be drawn to it and they'll learn from it, which in the end is really your ultimate goal, isn't it? Thought number four, <sighs> embrace your dark side, Luke. <laughs> as a dark horse entrepreneur, in Zach's case, as an underdog, we all have to embrace our dark side, right? Not just to admit that we have these wicked or nasty thoughts, but rather to take that same energy and channel it to do great things that we have in mind, that we want to do, that we want to accomplish. When someone tells you you can't or you won't achieve your dream or your goal, yeah, take. there's going to be those feelings that well up inside you, right? They could be, you know, feelings of anger, feelings of dismay, whatever they are. Take the power that those feelings engage and turn it towards reaching that goal of yours. Like Zach himself said, the darks use that dark side and use it to prove those motherfuckers wrong. Also, in the same breath, if you know that what you're doing or what you need to say is going to truly have a positive impact on the quality of someone's life and they have engaged you for that input, I think it's your responsibility to say it. Yeah, it's your moral imperative. Share that info, that knowledge or that wisdom with them so that they can grow. Now, mind you, please note, I didn't say you could make them grow. They have to hear your words and take action in order to embrace and improve their own life. All you can do is be you, embrace your light and your dark side, and share your insight or the advice. The rest, my friend, yeah, that's for them to do. Whether they love you or hate you doesn't matter. You can't change their life for them in as much as they can't change your life for you. And that brings us to thought number five, develop character and skills. I could not let this one go unmentioned. Zach dropped this big time dark horse underdog bomb here and look, Anyone can grab some content, they can repurpose it, and then sell it as their own, or even present it as their own. But it takes someone with real character to hunker down and to grow a skill or skills, right, and bring those 
to the marketplace. Hell, you probably have to have a lot of character just to open yourself up and be vulnerable in the marketplace. The marketplace can be a little rough and tumble arena, right? Loaded with gladiators ready to stick you. But by being yourself and honing your skill or skills, you can step into your level of the arena and stand strong against your fellow gladiators, growing your character and your skills along the way to that next level arena and so on. Look, it's 100% to, okay to say, I don't have all the answers, but I'm willing to find them and bring them to you. Heck, back on July 27th of 2020, I said those very words as I kicked off this podcast journey. Here we are six months later at the time of this recording. I, man, I have learned so damn much already. And I still know I've got many more gladiators to fight and skills to learn in order to fight alongside those gladiators like Zach who have gone before me. All right, my dark horse friends and family, what inspiring ideas, tips, or thoughts resonated with you today? Hmm? I'm not sure, at least one, right? Whatever they were, take some time today and put them into action. Seriously, take some time, write them down, and put one into action today, tomorrow at the latest. Then get out there, run your race, get your results, and let me hear about them. Seriously, email me at tracy at darkhorseschooling.com. Share the tips or ideas you came away with, how you put them into action, and what results you gained from them. And uh, let's celebrate together. Heck, might even bring you on the show and let you celebrate with the entire Dark Horse audience. All right, next week, our next interview episode guest is going to be Rory Douglas. Now, Rory Douglas is... uh, 20 plus years experience in the entertainment and the investment industry, empowering entrepreneurs to pursue their purpose. Eh, you feeling a trend here, right? Uh, he transitioned from entertainment into financial services industry as a financial educator and a high performance life coach where he leads and mentors countless people, including CEOs, CPAs, attorneys, and quite a few six-figure earners who run their own organizations. You are not going to want to miss this high energy episode. Now, as I said before, I know you want to keep getting all these valuable tips and awesome stories from these amazing guests I've been lucky enough to bring aboard the Dark Horse Entrepreneurs. Please go on down there, smash that subscribe button. While you're there, drop us a five-star rating. Leave us some kind words in the reviews. Uh, these subscribes, ratings, and reviews help us raise a little bit in the uh, entrepreneurship rankings on, on the different podcast platforms, exposing us to other fellow entrepreneurs. Hey, and at the same time, don't keep all this entrepreneurial G-O-L-D all to yourself. Share this podcast with other entrepreneurs and business owners that you know will get value from it. And with that, I'm going to leave you as I always do. Think successfully and take action. Thank you for listening to the Dark Horse Entrepreneur Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Check us out at www.darkhorseschooling.com. All right. My name is Tracy Brinkman. 